field. <sighs> Since I didn't have a cheer-proof booth handy that day, I just had to stand there taking my practice swings and try to tune out the constant clapping and strange-accented hooting noises that were coming from Lizzie. Right before the game, my little sister Amy had asked me, Is that weird Lizzie going to be there? She sounds like a cross between a trained dolphin and a dodo bird. It gives me a headache. Looking up into the stands as Lizzie's cheers reached their maximum level, I saw Amy holding her hands up near her face. It looked like maybe she was trying to shield her ears. Poor Amy. Poor me. I stepped into the box and gave the pitcher my best glare. Unfortunately, because I have gigantic glasses and my mom makes me wear a special helmet with a mouth guard, he probably couldn't see my face at all. But he was glaring at me, too, and I could certainly see his face better than I wanted to. The kid was huge. I mean, seriously huge. And tough. And old-looking. I knew he had to be my age, but if I'd seen him driving a motorcycle to the game, I wouldn't have been very surprised. Plus, he'd already gotten a warning for hitting two of my teammates with fastballs. I gulped and got into my stance. Now, I've spent hours and hours practicing my stance in the mirror, and I think it looks cool. But Amy says it makes me look like a praying mantis with arthritis. Doesn't that girl have a great vocabulary? Anyway, as the pitcher wound up, I did my best to stay calm and focused. When he let the ball fly, though, all I could focus on was the fact that the ball was streaking toward my head at about 80 miles per hour. I just barely had time to hit the dirt as the ball whistled by about an inch above the top of my helmet. The catcher couldn't get his hands on the ball and went all the way to the backstop. My whole team started shouting to the guy on third, Go! Go! This was a perfect opportunity. He could steal home and tie the game without me having to actually hit the ball. The runner, James Beeks, who happens to be the best athlete and the coolest kid in my fifth grade class, hesitated for about half a second, and in that time, the umpire tried to step aside so the catcher could get to the ball. Then a lot happened at once. As I scrambled across the plate on my hands and knees to get out of the base path, James started to go. So did the guy on second. The catcher stretched his glove as far as he could along the ground. But just as the glove closed around the ball, the umpire accidentally stepped on it. The catcher yelped in pain and yanked his hand away. This made the ump fall backwards. The ball squirted free of the glove and rolled between the ump's outstretched feet. James was about five steps from the plate when the catcher finally managed to grab the ball barehanded. The catcher lunged. He slapped the ball against the side of James's leg just as James's foot touched the corner of the plate, and as every little leaguer knows, a tie goes to the runner. My whole team started jumping up and down, cheering and pounding each other on the back. <sighs> it was a nice little moment for us. Then the ump got up and called a meeting with the other umpire and both coaches. As the catcher took off his mitt and rubbed his crushed hand and James walked slowly toward our dugout with his eyes on the huddled grown-ups, I stood there and thought, If I ever needed a break, this is it. Please, please let the run count. I just need some help here. I guess there's a reason my nickname isn't Lucky. 
because the umpires ruled that the entire play after the ball hit the backstop didn't count. James started trudging back to third as our coach tried to calm the whole bench down. As I got back in the batter's box, James slapped me on the back and said, All right, Wimpy, just bring me home. That's another reason I can't be called lucky, because everyone on the team already calls me Wimpy. The only guy who used to call me Willie was my best friend, Tim, and he moved to another state right at the start of the season. So now I was Wimpy 100% of the time in the dugout, unless a coach was talking to me. And even the coaches sometimes almost slipped and used the nickname. Plus, even if the coaches weren't saying it, they were probably thinking it. Back to the game. The count was one ball, no strikes. All I needed were three more terrifying pitches at my body and I'd get the walk. Then I could realize...